0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Clit Show for your Clit Fix in between episodes. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm talking bad a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure-positive podcast, the sex that you wish you got, and then some. Oh, my clitorater, we're here for another episode And we're doing our favorite kind of episode, which is where you send us questions and I don't tell the girls what's going to happen, and then they have to answer them on the spot.
1: <laughs>
2: <But I'll laughs> yeah, give them we a, love that. <laughs>
0: I'll give them a sneak preview. We're going to talk about everything in this episode, from how this has affected our personal relationships, to some funny outtakes that may have not made it to the episodes, to any body issues we've completed, as well as using our sex dreams as inspiration for real life sex at times. So, you girls ready to jump right in? Mm -hmm. All right, so this first question comes from Miss D. Miss D asks, have you lost relationships from being on the show?
3: I feel like I have more friends, actually. More friends? I definitely have more relationships from this show. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Um, I feel like my relationships
2: have gotten so much better Doing this show, particularly my relationship with my mom, mm. she listens to the show every week and um, thanks me every other week for doing the show. Um, so, and my marriage is like amazing. Mm. So, I feel like my relationships has got, have gotten a lot better. I haven't lost anyone.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've lost anybody, but I do have this feeling on two different levels. One is, you know, when you start dating someone, you start telling them about your life. When you start telling them your life and there's a a part of your life that you're engaged in and it's ongoing and you've gotten some results from it, it's part of your passion, whatever that is, I kind of expect them to at least listen to one episode. And if you don't, you're probably going to lose me. (laughs) (laughs) instead of laying down the law being lost more so because it shows care it shows like oh this is something you're into it has something to do with us because it is sex and yeah let me support you and listen to one so yeah i've had some guy kind of slut shame me about it that wasn't good but he didn't last too long Okay, I love this question.
0: This one is from Mrs. E, and she wants to know what's the funniest outtake from the show. And I, I <laughs> she did a hashtag today. There oh was God. one thing that never
2: made it into the episodes.
0: But yeah, I, don't took, know. It I it, took it I out. We took out. I know. I
2: was gonna say
3: I don't know if I can say it. It was an outtake for me. <laughs> out. You can
2: say it. You can say it. It's okay. All right, but I will say that we took out, took it out of the episode. We took the whole conversation
0: out. Now I'm sure? curious. Are
3: you sure? <laughs> Are we gonna, yeah, gonna spell it? It all was right, the couples all right. episode. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All I'm gonna say is hashtag poopsicle.
1: (laughs) There was a whole
0: poopsicle conversation that you guys will never hear. You'll never hear. It got taken out of the episode. Oh
1: wait a minute! Is (laughs) I learned a new word today or a new term? I learned a new word. And it's in a rap song. Well, it's in a song. It's in a Drake song. Actually, it's called Truffle Butter. Truffle butter? Isn't <laughs> you just that, that, learned that. What isn't is that, that what Poopsicle is, basically? You're totally is 50. It? I don't know what no, Truffle butter sucks. is.
0: That's uh, not cool. I'm 34. Truffle? I don't even know what it what's means. What's Truffle butter? Because you 34.
1: What's Truffle butter? See? I, I knew before that. Is them. it and you, and you ageism on me.
3: Stop And, and longer, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, truffle oh butter. Same Tru- ageism over me. there. Truffle butter is like kind of the
1: lube and a little bit of the excrement that Comes on, okay, Ugh. okay. Hold on, That's I'm disgusting. pulling up.
3: I'm pulling up Urban Dictionary because Urban Dictionary <laughs> oh will God. be able to tell us what the fuck <laughs> truffle
0: butter. I'm sorry, is. you're laughing at us, and you can't even fucking tell us what it is. I want to give you a up. legitimate. A legi- it's like the coating on the dick when she it comes age, out of She us, and then she no. has to look
3: it up. No, I just want you to yeah. just an Accurate urban <laughs> dictionary so y'all know exactly what the fuck this is. Okay, yeah, right. So you didn't know what it was. Whatever. Yeah, right. It was I ex- brought it up. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. You guys are I'm just mad oldest, you're not in your 20s it. anymore.
2: No, I'm not. I'm so glad I'm not in my 20s anymore.
3: Yeah, I'll never do my 20s again. Who's shaming I, who now, bitches? <laughs> I did my 20s Truffle so butter. well.
1: Get back on point. All right, truffle butter is a
3: combination of fluids from having anal sex and intercourse exactly what the, Tamiko said. Yeah, reference to the color and texture of thick substance that forms after having both anal sex and the direct penetration of the vagina afterwards without washing first.
0: Whoa! Uh, no, no no, yeah. no, 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 That's a good way to get no, a no, no, yeast no. infection. But that's what it is. When I would never you, do that, not even with
2: Drake. <laughs> when, <think> you, like, <laughs> when you have butt sex and you don't clean it and you put it in your vagina? I do not recommend that to anybody. No, well, that's, don't
1: that, do that. That's in the song. That's um, in the so song. So, but truffle tr- butter itself is just the coating on it. Yeah, it's color just the color of coating.
3: the gooey, thick substance that's created after the penetration, and so, it's on
2: the cock. truffle butter, I feel like, is normal. Poopsicle is when it's like an accident. <laughs> right. And there is like... <laughs> oh, lots of... Poop. Yeah.
3: Right. So, it's like, a it's, like a... it's a choc- It's like a fudge cock, right?
2: Yeah. It's like a Fudge fudgesicle. Uh, fudgesicle.
0: Poopsicle. Yeah, it's gross. That's why we
3: took it out of the episode. <laughs>
2: But now it's
0: back
1: in this episode. It's definitely my all-time favorite outtake. Yeah, Uh, that's the best
0: one for sure.
1: Well, now it's not a fucking outtake.
2: (laughs) Oh, it is. That's probably why. It
1: it was like in the entire episode. Yeah, and it got really uncomfortable. It kept like,
2: and Ethan was so... Upset that we took it out.
0: <laughs> oh, he was like a decline to ever come on the show again. Yeah, I know that. he has not been back on the show since.
2: But he he still does our
0: sound for us. Yeah, so. right. We still love you. We he still love you. Either. Either. Anyways, um moving on. Um what <laughs> what body issue? Oh, this comes from Mrs. C. Um, what body issues have you completed since being on the show? Or have you have you completed any body issues, or are they still the same? Where's your body issue status
2: at? <laughs> I have really taken to heart the Marla episode. Mm-hmm. Um, And when Tamiko, I believe you asked her about um, the impact that your body shame had on your girls. And I've really... Th- was influenced by both my mom and then I hear it also from my mother-in-law. And then just really, I just really started to notice it about all the women around me who just really hate on their body mm-hmm. and um, and how I do the same thing. And I'm not, and I'm so much more conscious of it now because I don't want to pass that on. Like I really want to break that. And um, I've actually had conversations with my close relatives now that I'm having a baby to not have those conversations around them or just, you know, be more conscious of it. And if I do hear it, that I will say something to to them privately just to like, I don't want to pass that on. So that's something that's really shifted for me since doing this show. And it's also in turn allowed me to really embrace and love my body so much more. Um, so, but all that negative self-talk And it's so unconscious. You don't even know you're doing it. It's like sometimes even to make someone else feel better. Yeah, that's
1: that's kind of what I got from the Marla Mervis Hartman episode is that it's kind of the first time I was able to say, I don't have any body issues. When I do hear my other girlfriends talk about different parts of their body, I almost feel compelled to point something out because I feel bad that I don't feel bad. So to be able to actually say it on air, like, hey, I'm good with my body. I'm all good. Maybe there's some other little things, but at the end of the day, I feel real good. But it's even hard to say that. Yeah. And that's a form of body shaming. Mm. Yeah, reverse body the, shaming. Yeah, reverse <laughs> body shaming. Yeah. Right? Exactly.
2: Reverse, reverse. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse, and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Fourier Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used a mask. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now, you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there, and if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough. So, do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. This episode of Clit Talk is sponsored by The York Manor. If you're recently engaged and searching
0: for the perfect wedding venue or just looking to host a fabulous event, be sure to check out The York Manor, a gorgeous event space in the trendy neighborhood of Highland Park, Los Angeles. The York Manor, M A N O R.com, and tell them Clit Talk sent you. No, I just to go back to what you were saying, Katie, um, I heard one – my seven-year-old niece asked if she should go on a diet Mm. because I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, I've been really working out. And she's like, do I need to go on a diet? And I had an oh shit moment Mm -hmm. where you really – I'm so committed to having the next generation of girls not – And boys, too.
2: Yeah, boys. You're having a –
0: like, boys have it hard, too, honestly. It's not just women who have body issues. I've seen – there's a lot of pressure on men also to have the six-pack. And, you know, men have different body – styles and shapes too and you have they have to be tall and you know all this you know you know you hope you're like all this stuff
2: but um Ethan had a lot of hang-ups about his body that he didn't even realize that he had Mm -hmm. until we started having these conversations and he was listening to the show and he was like oh my god yeah like I'm really uncomfortable with my shirt off even in Mm. private with with me you know and and now he's not you know but it but he didn't even know that he was Mm. yeah
0: men men are because men are told to be tough and to suck it up and you know they can't be sensitive or have failings you know that's a that's a generalization but i think a lot of men are left with that conversation yeah um, yeah. for me, I really had a, a breakthrough. I talked about it in the when we when we all went to the sex party I think we did the sex party yeah, episode sex party
2: group sex party. I was
0: so conscious and basically was didn't eat the day that we went and then I got to the party and I noticed you know it's l a everyone's pretty good looking <laughs> but but There was was different shapes and sizes. There were some curvy girls and they were owning it and their confidence was really inspirational to me and they're in this lingerie and they got like a big old ass and I was like, okay, if she can rock that, I can rock this. And I just remember nobody has the perfect body. Everybody has hang-ups about their body. And I just remember leaving feeling really confident because guess what? Not a single person complained about my body that night. (laughs)
2: Right. I know.
0: So that was a breakthrough for me, really getting over that, like being in a a little – like a bathing suit or a tiny outfit in front of a bunch of people and having people just be like, you're beautiful exactly Mm -hmm. the way you are.
3: Yeah, that's hot. That's super hot. I've seen you come into that too, and it's been – Like, I was, as your friend, like, I just think you're so beautiful, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you just, like, love your friends, and when they kind of hate on their social, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't see that when I see you. So, to, like, see you and have gone to parties with you and see you come through that and see you just be so confident, like, your hotness level, like, went. Through the roof, <laughs> just by through that confidence, you know. So yeah, I, I think just wanna, confidence is the hottest thing. Too. Oh, totally. Sure. But when, I'm, so when, when I'm when I'm when am attracted to other people, it's their confidence always. Same. It's not what they look it's like. Not their fucking six pack. No, no. Although exactly. my boyfriend does have a six pack. He does. <laughs> uh So yeah, no. So for me, I I um, I think the biggest thing I got was letting the world see my body. Uh. I had a real issue with when I when I became a fitness instructor and a boxing uh, instructor and got really in shape during college, and this was like my side hustle, um, and I got in crazy shape. And it's like, it was right after, you know, I kind of worked through some of my, the... the unconsensual sexual experience that I had, experiences that I had. So I was very empowered in being the super fitness chick, but it was almost like a compensation. And I got so fucking fit, but I still had this shame. And you guys said like reverse, reverse shame, reverse body shame. I got so fit that I literally didn't even know how to share my body. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh no, what if my dad like thinks that I, my body's nice or what if my friends, partners or husbands and, um, feeling so uncomfortable with knowing I had a hot body, but not knowing how to be in it. And by being in this show, just all the shame conversation we have about like just letting go of shame naturally. I think I, I stopped shaming myself for finally having this body, which of course, if my friends are like, Oh my God, you're burning. And like you would <laughs> want to go to like, well, look, my little, And my cellulites on the side, like I would want to naturally be like, well, look at my things. But (laughs) I just, I'm just like, yeah, you don't want to know what I do? Like, here's what's up. And I've been able to, I mean, now I just love being in bikinis. And like, I was at Coachella last weekend. Fuck yeah, amazing. We'll be there every year for the rest of my life. And I was doing, I was wearing a full on bikini, kitty bikini, skimpiest thing you've ever seen, doing cartwheels. My husband is videotaping it. And that just would have never been me. I would have never worn a bikini at a festival, A. And B, I would have for sure never let my husband video me in a bikini because all my, you know, fat would have been jiggling. Now I'm just like, that's just me and my body don't have that thought of like, do I look too big? Can you see my cellulite? Should I share this with somebody? Is someone going to get weirded out if they see me half naked in a video?
2: I'm really excited. We're going to Hawaii for our baby moon next week, and I bought this super skimpy pregnancy bathing suit, nice. and you talking about that just makes me so excited
3: to wear it. Will you take some okay. pictures so we can it. post it on the Instagram for Yeah, okay. you got to send them to go. us, like okay. in live, or you can just post directly to the Instagram.
1: Speaking of Coachella, I remember going to Burning Man a couple times, but uh, the people that I would camp with, a lot of times, the women in my camp, they would go topless, And they're completely comfortable and some of them have gone 10 years and there's, you know, maybe like 10, 15% of all burning men. Not everyone's naked, but you know, good percentage of women, 10% maybe are walking around topless. So I had never tried that in public. So I had a motor home that wasn't too far from the porta-potties. So I decided I'm going to try it one time. I'm going to take off my top and I'm going to walk from the motor home just to the porta-potties and back and see if I feel okay. (laughs) I love that. And so I went by, by myself, too. I didn't have, like, any of my friends or anyone around me or a boyfriend or anything. Just walked there by myself, and there was this one guy on a bicycle standing there, I guess, waiting for a friend to come out. And he yells at me, hey, nice shirt. I'm like, oh, shit. I never hear any of my other friends getting called out, right? But I'm like, oh, fuck him. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom and there's a mom there and her son is probably like 10 or 11 years old and they're walking and I literally see the little boy turn around all the way around (laughs) and just (laughs) stare at me. And that was the last fucking time I had my shirt off at fucking Burning Man. That's so sad. It
0: wasn't your path. Maybe he was thirsty for some milk. I mean. Maybe
1: he got confused. So the shame it comes from, like, <laughs> like Madison is saying, the shame comes from being too overtly sexual. but yeah. you don't want people to give you too much attention because it's too overtly,
3: yeah. right? It yeah. might, and it might make them feel uncomfortable or it might make you feel uncomfortable because you don't know how to move to that. And I will tell you, from this, major problem showed up that has never fucking showed up in my relationship where my husband's like, why the fuck are all these fucking guys coming up to you and you're in the middle, you're fucking engaged in a conversation with them, you can't wear a skin tight white crop top and skin tight matching skirt and be at a club and then have dudes come up to you and you be talking to them and I'm right fucking behind you and you're not bringing me into the conversation I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about like literally I was like this, like, like I kind of played dumb but I also like didn't really get it and he's like, it's your energy like it's amazing that you're like totally embodied and empowered but Like what he showed me is like, I'm still navigating that terrain of how to give the a little bit of the, I'm not that approachable, but I'm totally approachable at the same time. Because right now, when I go out in public and I'm in this like super empowered, love my body, love myself place, all of a sudden I get in conversations with people because people come up to me and I'm still being the same, oh, yeah, meanwhile, just so you guys know at this situation that I'm specifically thinking about this nightclub. These dudes went up to some of the friends we were with and said, hey, I want to fuck your friend. Can you you talk to her for me? And obviously our friend came up to us and said, dude, Austin, like the guy came up to me and was like, I want to fuck her. And, you know, Austin and I just like, it was like kind of like a whoa moment because I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. He's like, you don't even get what you're doing. And it's just to me, there's nothing right, there's nothing wrong. My husband and I worked it, worked it out in that moment. But what I'm just looking at is, okay, so how do I actually like balance that out? <laughs> right. Because I
2: just came into it. It's different when you're like home in the, in the privacy of your own home with like a play party and then in a group of people where you're getting a lot of attention because I used to be Austin. In situations with Ethan when he was playing Mm -hmm. with, you know, because he was playing with Selena Gomez and Katy Perry and he was, you know, doing all these. He was like a rock. I mean, he is. He's a rock star, you know, and he wouldn't include me in conversations. Not because he wasn't trying to, not because he was trying to exclude me from the conversation, but because he was just so in it. Right and unaware of me within the context of that situation. So that was something that we had to really um, practice. And also, I had to start being like, well, you know— I'm hot shit too, so I can go around and talk to people and have a good time as well. So there was there's a balance on, thing. <laughs> on, on, both, yeah. on both sides, I would say. Yeah. And this is
3: like 11 years later right. that I'm able to say that. And you're thriving, thank goodness. Yeah, we're good. That's that makes a lot of sense, actually, because I know Austin actually has expressed some mm-hmm. insecurities, and that actually would make sense if, like you said, there's the other side of that equation, that especially if you're dealing with your own insecurities – Around your own body in that in that setting, that's what's going to come up—the insecurity. Not oh, she's talking to somebody. I'm going to go talk to some people. That's not the natural response when an insecurity is there. The natural response mm. is like danger, danger. Yeah. So and and it's really cute because he actually was like, I think I want to do keto, and. His friends, Lindsay, (laughs) he's like, you know, Matt and your roommate Andrew did it. crazy. And they've been trying to get my husband to do it for like a year. Meanwhile, they both have like six packs now. Matt always has had a six pack, but Andrew has a fucking six pack now. And Austin's like, I'm setting up a call with Andrew. And (laughs) last night, no shit. Good for him. Yeah, Yeah. he told me after he's like, So I just had a 45 minute call with him and like, here's what I need to do. And it was really cute. So I'm like, maybe taking actions for himself to
2: like step into his own power and you know put that sexual yeah. energy out like just to have, be able to own it but not really looking to
3: attract Yeah, specific situations Yeah, totally. just for his own confidence yeah but- and I'm not pushy I'm not like babe you need to get in shape would I have liked him to have a six pack would I have liked him to come with the package of six pack yeah but I'm I love him I didn't care he didn't have a six pack
2: totally
3: he does yeah great you do luckily I didn't have to be that woman to be like you know pushing or that you know guys can sometimes push you should lose weight, you should lose a little weight. Like to me it's like Well I think and I think that's let people I
0: think that's a great note to kind of like leave this conversation on is like it's really all about your confidence and finding your level of what makes you feel good. In, in in body image and look if you want to do keto and get a six pack and that's what makes you feel good or if it's owning the room with like you know doing some sort of exercise where you own the room with your confidence and like that's what makes you feel great I think that's really the bottom line of like body image is what makes you feel great what makes you have confidence and don't ever let other people make you feel like you should change something about yourself only do it for yourself
2: yeah Cool. Nice. Awesome. All right. Thanks, fan Q&A. <laughs> yeah. These were great. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to continue to do a lot of these episodes. I love, I love,
0: I love getting connected and just getting to chat. Like this is how the whole podcast got started with us. Just gabbing. <laughs> we're like a talk show. We're kind of like a talk show. Um, well, anyways, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Clit Talk. Um, we're going to continue to do these episodes. Send us in your questions at any time on our email, which is contact at com, or on our Instagram, which is at talk Show. We love you so much. Um, you are the reason we do this and we continue. Today is actually our one-year anniversary. I know we had a one-year anniversary episode, but today, the day we're actually recording this is our one-year anniversary. So what do we do for a one-year anniversary? We came and recorded more fucking episodes for you guys. We did three tonight. <laughs> we did three tonight. Um, so yeah, so we love you, Clitorati, and We will see you next Tuesday. Pussy. Pussy.
2: Pussy.
3: Pussy. Pussy. Pussy.
0: Did you just love this episode of Clip Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and
1: stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.